Episode 480. Welcome back, my friends. Today, I want to share a tool with you that I learned about in my speaking workshop. The person who created the tool came and spoke to us during one of our sessions. Her name is Neem James, and she is the author of a book called Attention Pace. I will link to her contact information in my show notes. She's super fun and entertaining, and apart from learning valuable strategies like the one I'm sharing with you today, she's also a wonderful speaker, and she was setting a great example to all of us with her speech. Her tool is called the Attention Matrix, and I finally sat down this week to complete it. She walked us through it in her presentation, but the little time we had to complete it there was not enough for me. I wanted to really take time and think about it. So it got shoved into a folder with the intention to complete later. But had it not been for my rehearsal group that I meet with every other week, it would still sit in that folder. Someone from that group mentioned the matrix and as a team we decided that we each would complete it and discuss it in an upcoming meeting. Luckily. I was able to find a video on YouTube with Neem explaining the tool, and I will link to that as well. I took notes, but they were not enough. I needed a refresher because the session where Neem explained each box of the matrix in detail was long ago. So before I even go into the matrix, I want to give you this valuable advice that I learned, that I knew, but I learned again this week. When you come back from a good workshop or an uplifting conference, you are equipped with a ton of new knowledge and ideas. You have a lot of notes, booklets and handouts, books that they recommend to read and concepts, models and tips you receive that you want to try out. It can feel overwhelming. Everything seems valuable and important. The tendency is to put everything on a shelf somewhere, maybe even in eyesight so we don't forget, with the intention to work through it at a later point, when we have time. But later never arrives because our life catches up with us. Our regular routines take over, and the new and exciting ideas slowly lose momentum. We remember that they were great, but we forget the impact they could make on our lives. So my first recommendation is to always allow some extra time after a conference to go through your notes and to select the information that you're going to use. And then make a plan on how to use them. This is also why I record short but frequent episodes. So you have inspiration and motivation in front of you all the time, hopefully prompting you to act on a few of the ideas that I share. I cannot stress the importance of an accountability buddy or a group that you meet with regularly. This was one of my greatest benefits of my speaking program. A group of us that all live here in the Bay Area. We all have the same goal, even though we all come from different backgrounds. And together we hold each other accountable, simply by meeting regularly. Without them, I wouldn't be as far as I am today. Hence, my second recommendation is to connect with people at your workshop and come home not just with a bunch of great notes and ideas, but with a list of email addresses and phone numbers. You don't have to meet in person if it's not possible. You can have regular calls on Zoom. But I can tell you, in person is the best. It forces me to show up. 
An online meeting is easy to skip. Not so much a personal meeting where you know your presence and contribution will be missed. But let's get to the matrix that I want to share with you. I was fascinated by it the moment Neem presented it. And I knew it's a critical tool I need to utilize. I'm unhappy to admit that I sat on it for months. I'm sharing it with you, partially because I feel so accomplished after having finally completed it. But I also know that it is a valuable tool that you all can use. And I think you can benefit by going through the exercise. The attention matrix will help you think about who you are and what you offer to this world. It will help you craft your personal story so you can better advocate for yourself in your personal and professional lives. I consider it a longer form of an elevator speech. Not to sell yourself, but to explain in a few short sentences what you are about. But hold, before you dismiss me and this episode because you don't think you are at a point in life where you can tell anyone what you are about, Stay tight. I have the same, not enough feeling as you. As a speaker, which this matrix will help me position myself as, I don't have anything to show other than my podcast. I wish I could throw out big company names as my clients, like Neem does in her video. But I'm not there yet. And that's okay. The value of this matrix is not to showcase everything you've done. It's value for you lies in helping you define your focus. It helps you get clear on your personal and professional objectives. It forces you to describe in a few words where you come from and where you're going and why. It doesn't matter at which point in life you are, just graduating from college or about to retire. At any point in our life, we should be clear on what our focus is. Because wherever our focus is, that's where our attention goes. Completing this matrix will then also reveal if you are not where you say you are. It's a great tool to position yourself. To answer the dreaded question we get in random places like airplanes, conferences, bathrooms. So what do you do? And it's especially difficult to answer when we are like I am in a career that makes me money, but working on my side project is what I'm passionate about. So let's dive in. The matrix consists of a three by three table, three columns and three rows. And you can draw the table if you are in a place that you can do that as I'm talking. The first column is about your personal life. The second one about your professional goals and the third one about your global vision. I will cover each row in each column, starting from the bottom. 1. Your personal column. Resume. It's on the bottom left corner. Resume is all about what you've done. Your history, your credibility. For me, this is my long-term career in supply chain management. I selected the area that I have spent most of my time in the past years. Maybe you've been a stay-at-home mom. This may be your resume. Even if you think your resume, your background, what you've done, doesn't tie into your current passion, it does. I didn't think it does, but your experience and whatever you have spent your time with counts. It has brought you the wisdom to where you are today. 
even if it's a totally different industry. Second box, role. This is asking about your role. What do you call yourself? I selected speaker. This is what I want people to know me as. Supply chain management may be my resume, but I'm now positioning myself as a speaker. And you can add a quick comment explaining what resulted in the shift, if there is one. But your role is the role that you have now and that you want others to know about. Mine, as a speaker, I inspire my audience to discover their authentic self. Find what your role is and describe it shortly. Third box is reason. Basically, this is asking you why you selected this role. Your personal reason. I started mine with, because I'm passionate about. Share why you love what you do. This took me a while. It's a great question that makes us think why we want to be a speaker, a blogger, a teacher, or a gardener. We all should be clear about our reason. Next, we move to the second column, professional. The first column was about your personal life. Now we're moving into positioning ourselves professionally. Again, we start on the bottom and we move up. Accomplishments. Focus on one project you're proud of that relates to your role. My resume is in supply chain management, but since I'm positioning myself as a speaker, I would talk about the almost 500 episodes I've already published. This supports my credibility as a speaker. You could name clients you've worked with, or maybe you mentioned a program you enrolled in that prepared you for your next step. Next, my favorite part. It's the middle of the matrix. It's called metaphor. I'm being funny. This is the hardest part for me. And as I'm recording this episode, I'm still working on figuring out my metaphor. It took me the most time, and I thought about it all week. I consulted several of my friends for help. Basically, you pick a metaphor or a simile, an animal, an object, an artifact that represents you. Neem uses the Energizer Bunny to describe her high energy, which shows when you hear her speak. This is hard, but fun. It has been on my mind for days now, and I suggest you think about the impact you want to have in your role. I want to inspire and motivate people to change. And then you think of an animal or other artifact that does that. Something people can associate with. And this can also be funny. The more relatable it is with people, the more they will remember it. And remember you. The last row, on top. Uniqueness. Easy. Pick something that makes you unique. Something that positions you uniquely to do the best job in your role. For me, it's probably growing up behind the Iron Curtain. For you, it may have been growing up poor and working since childhood. Ask, what experiences have you had that give you a unique perspective or edge for your role, something that other people don't have? Last column to the right, global. Now we are moving into the fun stuff. How are you going to change the world? Bottom right-hand corner, problem. What problem do you solve with your blog, with your business, or with your art? I help people make small changes in their lives that help them live true to the purpose. That's what I have for now. It may change. Next, prescription. In your role, how are you going to solve the problem? 
Maybe you started a blog where you post your hiking trip pictures. Think about why you post them. That's the problem. Maybe for now you just want a neat way to organize your trips. In the old days, we bought photo albums. Today we post pictures online. So a lot of times we start a lot of online activity for our own benefit. But why not think further? Because inwardly, we do hope that others stumble across our site and find it useful. Think about in which way you could be more useful to others. What can your blog help solve? Maybe you hike in remote places and your pictures help others see the areas that they are planning to hike. Your descriptions of the hiking trails, the elevation, the gear needed can help others prepare for their trip. Think about the prescription. The problem that you are solving and how you are solving it. And lastly, your purpose. This is your why. If you look across in the same row, column one, you started with reason. This was your personal passion. Could be as simple as capturing beautiful moments on camera. In column two, you covered what makes you unique. Maybe you grew up in a remote village and you had to hike a long way to school. In column three, combines your reason and your uniqueness into your purpose. Why do you do what you do? This is truly the hardest question to answer. Maybe you want to make money. Maybe you want attention and be seen. But there is more. And I challenge you, and this matrix challenges you to dig deeper. And don't give up. This is not a little school exercise that you do in 30 minutes. This may take a few days. And all the different boxes may not be clear to you. But we all have a purpose we want to fulfill with the things that we are passionate about. I want to help others find what I found, that life is more meaningful when we follow our inner direction instead of what everyone else does. And this is why I created this podcast. What is your why? Take time over the next few days and think about it. This is the attention matrix, my friends. It's a wonderful tool to help you get clearer on where you're heading. Once I have mine finalized, it can serve as my bio on my website. But more importantly, I will memorize it and it can help me explain myself to other people that ask what I do and what I'm about. And even if you don't do everything you dream about, you can still craft the content of this matrix. I am not yet a keynote speaker, but when I am, this is my vision of what I want to accomplish. I highly recommend you take an hour to fill in the boxes today and then you get back to it tomorrow to the ones that maybe you left blank. As the questions linger in the back of your mind, you will be driven to find that answer. I've been on the quest to find my metaphor all week. It's a good thing to think about where our attention is. It will help us keep it where it needs to be. Much love, my friends.